On today's episode of the Alabama Sportsman Podcast, we have in studio Anthony Kelly that has killed a uh, chocolate like a imaginary buck. It's, it'll go Pope and Young this year. And uh, he comes in, tells a story, and we get a lot of good laughs out of it. And uh, we really enjoy Anthony. And uh, we hope he comes, gets to come back with another deer. But I think you'll enjoy this story. It's a really good story, and it's another public land story that uh, I think everybody enjoyed. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Sportsman Podcast. So do you get a lot of off time in your job to go hunting? Uh, it varies. It, uh, not really. I stay pretty busy. My yeah. phone is constantly ringing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you, you mostly just weekends? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we hunt seven days yeah. a week? <laughs> yeah. Work, work, life is set up backwards, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to be retired when you're 20. Yeah. I tell you, I miss, I miss them days when I was living with mom and daddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> when it didn't matter, you just yeah. go hunting anytime you want to. Yep. Uh, so uh, that buck you killed, did you kill it local or? Well, I mean, tell us a little bit about him. Was it public land, private land? No, everybody's told me to say. All my family raised me up, say, in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I killed that close to here. It's a chalk lock management area. Okay. Well, we got a map right here, so we want you to show us exactly where it was <laughs> I, at. I can yeah. give you. I, I, I got a pen. You, I I got, you can pen your tree. <laughs> we'll, we'll split it in half. I give you 50-50 chance. Uh, side A. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> close enough. Yeah, that's right. But uh, pull that picture right there up. Let everybody see. Man, that's a great buck. That is a great buck. Thank you. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Oh, yeah. So, what did he green score? He green scored uh, with, with deductions or without deductions? Without. Just, without deductions, yeah. 140 and 5 eighths. Wow, man, that's, that's a great buck. With your bow. With your bow. What's that all over the base of his antlers? What is that? I, I, I tell you, the rubs I was hunting, Yeah. I don't know what kind of tree they are, but the bark. Right on the inside of the bark is just this dark red color. Hmm. And yeah. I knew that was him. Whenever I seen that stuff on his horns, I said, yup, that's the one that's been rubbing them trees about that big ground in there. God, he had them tore up too. But, you know, what set me up on them was I found I found one good rub that was head high. Right. And that's when I find one that high, I know there's a buck in there that's got a tall rack. Yeah. You know, he's reaching oh, on yeah. up there. Oh, Plus, yeah. there was a bush out to the bottom. And he was hitting that bush also. So dang, yeah, he's a great buck. So what uh, what made you what made you go to this area right here that you're in? I had a friend that uh, he told me about the spot. He don't he don't get to hunt much, and he said he used to hunt this this holler. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me just go around in there and, and check it out. He said he promised there's a big buck in there somewhere. Right. And so I checked it out, and he was he was right on. They were sign in there everywhere. Mm-hmm. So how far did you have to walk back in there to get him? Because Chocolaka, like I was telling y'all earlier, that guy we got a friend that calls it the Chocolaka Cliff Climber. <laughs> so, so you know, some of that place is getting there gets pretty rough. So how far did you have to walk to find him? I didn't have to walk too far for him. It was about a hundred hundred and fifty yard walk, uh, and I could have actually made cut the distance a little shorter if I'd went in from the top of the ridge instead of the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> the way yeah. the road curved around in there. 
but it was about a 150-yard walk. Right. How did you set up on him? What made you set up on, in your set like you did? Well, I, I found the rubs, and I followed the rubs, you know, so I, I kind of knew his trail and the path he was taking. Uh, bucks are, are, well, all deer, they're just like humans. They're going to be lazy. Yeah. You know, the easiest route. So I tried to pick out the easiest route he was taking and followed the rubs and just kind of got, a you know, an image of how he was traveling in that area. Mm -hmm. uh, check the wind. I always play the wind when I'm bow hunting, always. And I set up downwind from the trail. And the buck come in downwind from me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But, you know, I take – I take bow hunting real serious, and I, I go the whole nine yards. I mean, I do the, the whole, you know, scent, washing with scent stuff yeah. and, and spraying with down, down, dead down winds. Yeah. I, I got scent lock clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, put my clothes, store them in a, in a plastic container to where they're scent free. Right. Uh, but this stuff, I don't, I don't know if y'all use it or not, but you've got to get you a stick of it. The Evercom, yeah. it works. Right. I've been using that stuff for the last – two years and since i've been using it i've had more deer come in downwind from on me than i i've ever had hmm. so that stuff it, it works get you a stick of it if you right. got right it. yeah i had never used it i've seen it and seen it but i've never used it mm -hmm. have you no i've never used it they say that and don't they say it's like they're mimicking like their bedding areas or something like that yeah they, they take the scent uh from a, a deer's bedding area and they combine all the scent and put it in, in like a deodorant stick mm -hmm. so you know anytime a deer is familiar with the bedding area smells they're gonna be it just kind of gives them a calm know. smell right yeah this buck i know he he smelled something out of place because mm -hmm. he was kind of skittish uh he he throwed his head up in a few few t uh, i remember twice he throwed his head up smelling around the air so i know he smelled something different but I think it's ever calm. He smelled it also, and it made him come on down in to me. Yeah. Did uh did the taxidermist or anybody? Well, using the management, did they estimate his age? Well, the game wardens wasn't there at the uh, check-in station because it wasn't a, a hunt day. Right. But no, nobody estimated his age. What would you think he'd be? Four or five? I'd say four, four or five. Yeah. His back was uh definitely, you know getting a slump to it yeah. so he, he was a little older yeah yeah it's a great buck do you uh did you get a weight on him no nah, i didn't even get get the weight on him well you had to drag him so what do you know <laughs> 500 pounds three, three, four <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I imagine he'd have went i know he'd went over 200 yeah he was a good solid deer he had a lot of fat on him too yeah now up in chalk locker we was talking about this earlier also um you know, he's talking about that chalk lock is unique because some parts has a November rut and some part has a December rut. Uh, was he was he uh, giving you any signs of a November rut? No, I think he was just starting. I think he would he would be I think he'd be rutting by the end of November. Okay, I really do. He was just starting. So he was his glands was not black yet, mm -hmm. but he was starting. It's starting yeah. to smell. His neck was swelled up a little bit. Uh, he was just starting. They, but they've been some out there that, that have been rutting. I've had uh, a few people. I've talked to a few people hunting out there, and they've actually killed some chasing does out there already. Yeah. What kind of bow you shooting? That's a Hoyt Spider. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got the carbon element. Carbon element. Yeah. I love it, man. That thing's light. and 
I just love the back wall on it. For I real. do too. It's solid. You know. I do too. Man, I tell you that to me, there's no other bow than a Hoyt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had Matthews and everything else. And I, that dang Hoyt. It's bad. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's something else. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out here, that target right there, I set it up. Landon see it. I mean, shoot. Well, my bow, I got it set up at 100 yards because we go out to Kansas and stuff, and you know, I practice. You know, at long distances, because man, that short distance, man, because when you have one, it's it's nothing at short distance. Yep. So mine, I got mine set up. You know, it, it will shoot 100 yards. I'm on. I wouldn't take that shot, but it just makes you a better shot. You know, when you get short distance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now 65 yards, boy, I sling it at him every day, all day long. What's the questionable yards you'd shoot? Like, say, if you're gonna shoot one, you go, hey, man, this is it. This is I the mean, only chance I'm gonna get. That son gun would have to be a monster. You know, and it'd be my last day, and I'd probably, I'd probably take a seventy-five <laughs> yard shot. Yeah. You know? But because I, I mean, I'm comfortable with it, and you know the the penetration that bow gives in them targets, oh, yeah. man. It, yeah. And when those broadheads, it'd blow right through him. What kind of broadheads you shoot? I use them swackers. Swackers. Mm-hmm. Golly, man, they'll. Have you ever shot one? I haven't shot one. Oh my gosh! Well, we went to Kansas last year, and I shot a big eight pointer up there, and he was probably. On hoof, he was probably about 230 pounds. And he was at 55 yards. And, man, that swacker, when it hit, it swacked. I mean, it really sounds like that. Right. It sounds like he's shooting it into a tree. Yeah. And it went through him, man. It blew all the way through him. And he didn't even make it 50 yards, and he was dead. He didn't even make it out of the field. Right. I shot an eight-pointer th- three weekends ago. Yeah. Two weekends ago. Down Two at the weekends club. ago. Yeah, done at the club. When I shot him with that swacker, I could have swore I hit a tree. I mean, I, I thought I missed him. And I, I heard him crash, and I said, man, I didn't miss that deer. He must have failed. Well, but when I hit him, no joke, it's like he said, it sounds like you're hitting a tree. Pow. Good blood trail. Oh, man. Like, when it come out the other side, it's a two-inch cutting diameter. But by the time I found him, it was a good three inches because he ripped it when he was running. He was gushing blood out of both sides. I mean, it's like you walk down through the bottom with a paint can just pouring blood I out. I might have to give him a try. I hunt with two-blade rage. Two yeah. Inch yeah. I, I have some friends that, that don't like them, so they don't get no blood. Now, I've never had that problem, mm-hmm. Eric, but, you know, I always try to hit the vitals and yeah. get, make a good shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's the main key, for real. Oh, yeah. Well, the those those real wide cut, like a expandable gives you, you know, if, if you're bad, if, if something happens and you do pull it, because anything can happen, you know, yeah. bow hunting, man, that's anything true. can happen. And and you you barely move or jerk or just make a bad shot and you get him a little bit far back, you know, you're – you know, if you're lucky, you might get a liver or, you know, cut something and, you yeah. know, recover your animal. The one thing I have heard bad about the expandables, though, which I haven't I haven't seen it, is, like, you'll hit, like, a tree limb and they'll expand before you hit the deer, you know? Yeah, I, I could see that happen. I could see it happening, but I've never had it happen. But then again, I've never shot through a tree either to try to hit one. Well, I've shot at a buck before in Ohio, and, but I didn't see this little, little bitty twig sticking out. Mm. And I seen my arrow go. And it just jumped right over the deer's yeah. back. And, I mean, that's all it took was just a little bitty old twig. And I couldn't even see it. I yeah. didn't see it there until after it done happened and I started looking, you know. Yeah, it happens. Oh, a uh, guy in our hunt club, this past weekend I was down there, he, you know, we got to take so many does out of our club because we only have eight members in our club. So, well, anyway, this doe comes out and he said, that's the one I'm going to take. So, he pulls back and shoots and shoots over her back. He said, that comes. So, she runs and stops. And so he puts another area in, pulls back and shoots at her again, and he didn't see it. It hits a stick and goes straight down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Saved her life. 
<laughs> Saved her life. A saving stick. Yeah, it'll it'll happen, man. Yeah. Anything can happen, bow hunting. Anything can happen. That is true. So, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, I love it's it. A lot of fun. You don't yeah. you don't rifle hunt much. I don't rifle hunt much. I growing up. Uh, that's how we grew up, you know, living off the land, and it got to where, you know, being young, killing a big buck with my rifle, yeah, I got the shakes, you know, but yeah. as over the years went by, the more bucks I killed with my rifle, you know, it kind of got, it just kind of faded away, so mm -hmm. I picked up a bow when I was probably, I mean, I got a late start on a bow, really, I was probably 22, 23 mm -hmm. when I picked up a bow. And I fell in love with it right away, just right. shooting, yeah. you know, not not even killing anything, just shooting a bow, just the whole how you got to set it up and right. everything's got to be perfect, you right. know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. So uh, I even got into fletching my own arrows and, yeah. and all that. And That's cool. But to take an animal's life, especially a smart buck, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a challenge, and it, to me it's very rewarding, even if it's a doe. I think any any whitetail taken with a bow is a trophy. Oh yeah, it is, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I just I just hate taking a deer in the evening. I mean, I don't mind killing a buck in the evening. I can't stand killing a doe in the evening. I'll time. shoot one. <laughs> I'll man. shoot her. Yeah, I know I know Lady will. I just hate fooling with her at dark. Cause if I'm, you know, at dark, I'm like, dang man, I've been up since four o'clock. I'm ready to relax, get back to camp or home, you know, and kick back and relax. Yep. Now I got to cut this stupid thing up, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do because, like down at the club, we got to take a certain amount of does out down there. But uh, something like that, I'd shoot him all day long, and I'd drag him up mountain. Do you have to drag him up or down the mountain? He run downhill. I had to drag him up. <laughs> they all run downhill. Man, it took me about an hour and forty minutes to drag him to the truck. Man, let me tell you this. You know, up there on the Longleaf, I don't think you'd hunt that anymore this year, can you? I heard it was closed. I, I'm not really sure. I wonder I why they closed that. I, somebody said they found an ordinance or something up there. So they got from Ch uh, from Chocolaca Road all the way to the top of the mountain is uh, closed right now for uh -huh. hunting. For hunting. But uh, I know a guy that was up there hunting with his bow. He shoots a deer and shoot, spine shoots it, and the deer's broke down. I mean. <laughs> People are probably not gonna like this story, but I mean it's it's hunting and it happens, and I'm not gonna tell his name. <laughs> but he shoots and the deer's broke down. Well, he gets down, the deer's just sitting there just flopping. You know, he's trying to get up and walk. Well, he gets down and walks up behind the deer and gets behind him, and the deer's trying to get away from the guy. And he walks behind the deer, and the deer drags himself all the way to the top up there to that road. Then he shoots him again, kills him right, <laughs> right by the truck. <laughs> so he didn't have to. The so deer pulled himself. Yeah, the deer pulled himself to his death. You know. <laughs> uh, but you know, it is what it is. You know, it's it's life and death. You know what what uh what a outlaw Joseph Wells say? He said, "Dying's part of living." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. So it took me a while to figure out how I was gonna get that sucker in the back of the truck. I bet. I finally, I finally found a, a hill on the side of the road or where the, the ridge went up the side of the road and drug them up the hill some more mm. <laughs> and then back the truck up to the to the ridge and just flopped them over on the tailgate yep do you have a lot of people honking at you look like you had him on your tailgate when you drove out oh you know i had him on the tailgate <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah i had to <laughs> yeah all the reason you didn't have him on the hoods because you couldn't get him up there <laughs> did you have a lot of people honking and pointing at you i had uh i had passed 
a few people. I passed a, a guy squirrel hunting. He had his dogs running down the road. They were in a truck actually riding with the dogs. And I slowed down, you know, I didn't want to run over his dogs. Yeah. And, and I passed by him and I could look. I looked in the rear view mirror or looked in the side mirror over there and he was like this in his mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I passed this uh this other truck on up the road. It was a young boy sitting in it. And uh I, I, he he was watching me, you know, when he went by, but yeah. I didn't see his father around. Well, it wasn't too far from the game warning station. Well, you know, you got to record all your deer you kill, oh, yeah. even if they're not having a hunt or no game warnings right. there. So I swung in there to, re, you know, record it and put it in the box and everything, and here come that truck flying up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his son it. told him, you know, there is somebody rode by with a big old buck. <laughs> he come in and talked to you? Yeah, he come up there and talked to me. Yeah. How old was that little boy? He was probably nine, maybe. Did he get out and look at it? Oh, yeah. Was he excited? Yeah. He liked Man, that. Man, that's good yeah. stuff right there. Yeah, it is. I can't wait. I got yeah. a two-year-old and three-year-old. Both boys? You know, yeah, both boys. All right. So, they was excited when I got home with them. No, I bet. They call them reindeer. Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that right there is big enough to be, you know. He's a good one. Well, his nose is a little red in that picture, ain't it? Yeah, he got a red nose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's funny. Did uh did you do that uh, rifle hunt he had that early rifle hunt this past weekend? Yeah, I I had that. I went up there and uh, I t I don't know. If, see, I messed up. I posted that that buck on Facebook. Oh, I shouldn't yeah. have done that. <laughs> but uh, we're hunting. I got permission to hunt my wife's cousin's land, which is close to Chocolat. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, I guess she thought we killed it on her property, you know. And and she asked, where did he get that at? And my wife right away, chocolate management area. And <laughs> I didn't read it till later on, and I was like, my goodness. So <laughs> on the gun hunt, going in there, I I, th I, I could have swore somebody was pulled over and followed me to where I was going. Dang. I'm not for sure, but. <laughs> they'll, they'll do that. They, oh, they, yeah. was, uh, they was truck after truck parked on the side of the road, and I kept praying, please don't let nobody be in my spot. Yeah. Well, after the hunt that evening, uh. I went to the game warden station, you know, to, to put my time out in, and, and the, the game warden was there, and there was a few bucks there, and they was, you know, weighing and stuff, and a few people standing around. Well, uh, they kept, everybody was talking about how I ain't never seen so many people on uh, on Chocolock Hunt like this, and I guess that's part of my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Got them excited. <laughs> Social yeah. media. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for the past – for the past few years now, of course, I rarely get to hunt Chocolock anymore, but somebody's always killing a real quality buck up there, I you agree. know, and this year it was you, Thank so you. far. So far, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. Last year, I'll tell you, the, the gun, I hunted a little bit last year. I ain't hunted it long. In fact, this is my second year hunting it. Right. But last year, I hunted side B a little bit, and uh, but I kept watching on Facebook, you know, on on the gun hunts, mm -hmm. they post pictures of the deer killed, and they were some good ones killed last year too. Yeah, yeah, they killed some good bucks up there now. Yep. And is both sides of that management area you you're talking about a, a side and a B side? Are both sides four on one side now? You got yes. to at least have, at least have four yes. on one side. Yes, yeah. buck restriction. Yep. Yeah. I think. That's I good. mean, I know I, it helps them somewhat. You know what I mean? It's got to. I mean, you sit there and kill bucks like this off the place, or like used to. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but used to it was just one buck and a doe 
on a gun hunt, right? I mean, you could kill a buck and a doe well, in the same day as long as it had horns of whatever caliber. It depended on the hunt too. Yeah. You know, Chocolaka, you know, they're they're they've always been had like a bucks only hunt. Or yeah, a, and they were real restrictive on their does, you know. Yeah. Because it's such a big place. It was, I don't remember when it was, but they had a big EHD breakout up there, and it wiped a lot of their deer out. I can't remember if it was the 80s, 70s, or 80s. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I have to read up on that. Yeah. So, you know, so the population is just now getting, you know, well, I say just now. Probably it started coming back in early, t- I mean, yeah, early 2000s. So. As as bow hunting, though, you can take a doe every day, right? Every time you bow hunt? Or oh, is yeah. It, yeah. I wonder if that's even during the gun hunts, if you're I'm still bow sure. hunting. I think they changed the rule. I'll have to look. I think they changed the rules. I know on the on uh I know I did read that on bow hunting, uh the antler restriction does apply. Okay. So you can't just kill any buck. Right. Right. You can't shoot a spike. It's got to be like four that. points on one side. And, and I like it, really. Oh, it yeah. does, man. I mean, if you want to shoot quality deer, that's what you have to yeah. do. It's management. Yeah. Hell yeah. Part the, of the uh, I don't know, but I know used to you couldn't bow hunt with a gun hunt going on, could you? Yeah, I heard that. See, and and, and uh, I started to carry my bow on this past gun hunt, and that's what people were telling me. Uh, you need to read rules that uh, you you can't hunt with a bow on a gun hunt. So I read it, reread it, and I read it like four or five times because I had three people tell me that. Right. But the way it's written now, you can gun, you can bow hunt on a gun hunt on the same side, but you gotta abide by the gun hunt rules. Orange so, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if it well, says, it only you know, makes sense. that's yeah. safe. Yeah. yeah, you're being safe. But so like you got to wear your arm, right. you know, and if if it's all, uh, well, I mean that's kind of common only. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you talking about like a buck only hunt too? You have to yeah. abide by yeah, that. Yeah, you okay. got to abide by that also. You know the the orange thing. Look, this is this is, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but the thing with orange, let's just say, uh, let's say I'm going to take you to Chocolate Imaginary, and you're going to be the hunter, and I'm not. I don't have to wear orange. If I'm not carrying a rifle, I don't have to wear orange. You do. Yeah. If, it don't matter, if I'm taking you. That's the rule? Like, you saying you can do that? Yeah. If, if only reason, oh, yeah. Only reason a like person. If you want to ride a bicycle to the only, management area, oh, yeah, you don't have to have orange on. I only, should change that. No, yeah. Like well, it doesn't matter where it's at. You know, yeah. if, if you're right here behind my house, you know, the state rule says if you're, if you're hunting and you got a firearm or whatever, or you've got a firearm, you have to wear hunter's orange. So, or or down at the hunt club. So if I'm down there, let's just say I'm gonna video you hunt. Me being a video cameraman, I don't have to have an orange hat. Oh, I don't agree with that. That's I don't either. It is. Yeah. And and but the guy carrying the gun has to have orange. Game wardens don't have to have orange. Mm-hmm. Bicyclers don't have to have orange. Yeah. I mean. That's dangerous. Those are the yes, people. That, those are the people public, that need to wear orange. <laughs> yeah, I think any public land that's open to the public for during hunt season, if you're on there, don't matter what kind of activity, you need to have blaze orange on. Especially yeah. Chocolaka, because yeah. man, they got bicycle trails through there. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. And hiking people, trails. yeah, hiking trails, and people walking through there. And they people love to do that hike and walk. And, and they can go through on the hunt if you're up there hunting. You know, if they have a scheduled hunt or whatever. Uh, there's people still can use those trails. Hey, I've been hunting up there before off a bicycle trail, and they'll come riding by you. You just hear them <laughs> scooting right on by. Yeah. That's like Bankhead. You know, up there at Bankhead, they got a lot of trails and stuff up there. And 
you know, people don't have to wear orange. I wonder if I wonder if you can. I know it's like a walk-in only at Bankhead. I wonder if you could ride a bicycle in. I guess you yeah, could. Yeah, no motorized vehicle. Just well, no that's motorized on the Sipsy Wilderness area. Okay. Yeah, but I. Y'all go the pair a lot. No. Uh-uh. I tell you, if you listen to the one of our episodes, we got Blake. Uh, no, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Brennan? No. Ah, uh, oh, man, I just called him the other day. Um, his last name's Landers. Nicholas Landers. Nick, yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Last year, he wow. killed 180, 183 inch. Yeah, it was huge. Buck up there. Huge. Oh. That killed some monsters up there. Man, I watched some them big come ones. There. Yeah. They say it's ravines and cliffs, too. Up yeah, that that's way. what I heard. It so, so, most of the area, a lot of the area up there is so inaccessible that. That people, that's where the deer are at, you know. Yeah. So they get to grow up like that. Yeah. And then when they come out, you he know. he walked. He said he walked. I can't remember how far he walked, and he had his wife with him. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but we shit. talked to him about it on on his episode. You go back and listen to it. It's it's a pretty good. That's a hey, good and also he won the biggest buck killed at the brought into the deer show at the deer uh world deer expo in Birmingham. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah he had the biggest buck brought in so. he killed it with his bow or no nah, rifle. rifle yeah man that's a beast man. 180 for alabama <laughs> monster free man. range yeah man. public land public land free range i mean that's been a lot of big deer come off public land and all it's getting better yeah right? oh, a lot yeah. better right I think it's because of the regulations where you got rat yeah. restrictions. I well, it just makes yeah, honest hunters. You know, they gonna they'll take their three if right. they take three. I can't remember the last time I killed three bucks. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I mean, dang. I Eventually, you gotta start buying more freezers. Yeah, power and, bill goes up. And, <laughs> and of course, I I got you know my kids are you know teenagers, so I kind of focus on them. You know, when I go like was a weekend before last. I didn't even pick up my bow. I went with my son trying to video him, you know. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's kind of what I focus on when they're around, you know, when they yeah, you want to them, you want them to kill it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Get the experience. And I put a lot of time in on them, so I'll find a buck and, you know, just try to focus on them getting it. So That's cool. Yeah. I love it. You'll I'll get there. there. He's coming. You'll be there one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You said two and three, right? Yeah. That's your boys? Yeah. yeah. My son, we've been in that hunt club. We got down in Bibb County had it since 90 95 i believe we've been in it so my son my my nephews they all killed their first deer there my son killed his first deer there he was eight when he killed his i tell you this story man it's pretty cool uh, there's a road over there that you know we was all hunting on and uh we had a shooting house on the green field and they just came through and uh done a clear cut you know the timber company clear cut it and we'd been seeing, you know, some bucks over there. So I go, and my dad says, go over there and put him up in it. And, you know, there's there's a few bucks coming out. So we're sitting up there in the, in the shooting house. And, man, he, he was right. About 3.30, out pops a buck. I said, son, there he is. <laughs> you know, and he we had a 243 with the red dot scope. It wasn't even a magnified scope, you know. So the old buck, he's sitting there, he feeds through that cutover, and he finally comes down into the food plot. And my son, he get, I, I'm sitting there videoing him. And he's standing up, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, trying to help him too. And so he shoots the deer, the buck runs out in the cutover and dies. I'm like, I'm hugging him, just, you know, just congratulating him. And uh, so uh, uh, I'm sitting there hugging him, congratulating We're looking at the video camera, you know, playing it back. And I look up, and there's another buck standing out there. I said, give me your rifle. I grabbed his <laughs> rifle, broke it. It's just a single shot. You know, I broke it open, put a bullet in there, and I shot and, you know, the old buck runs over there, and he dies. 
So we get down. He gets a seven pointer. I killed an eight pointer. That's awesome. Yeah, what man. I tell you, just that's you, a that's a yeah. When you get memory, to do that, you know? yeah. When you yeah. get to do that, and and the crazy thing is, I was telling you earlier. Well, well, you know, when I killed my first deer, I don't think it was you or someone else I was talking to earlier. But anyway, when I killed my first deer, it was a seven pointer, and that that weekend, my dad had killed a seven pointer too. So that's so, cool. Yeah, me and him got a picture. You know, us both holding our deer up. You know, when I was when I killed my first one, so me and my son got our first. I mean, his, you know, picture taken with him when he killed his first buck. So, I tell you, my dad, my dad was an avid hunter. He he loved to hunt. You know, not bow hunt. He never never did bow hunt. But as as I grew up and got older and got older, and when I started getting interested in it, he kind of, I, I guess, tried to discourage me because he was you know worried that you know i'd get shot or something like that you know all the stuff you hear and stuff mm -hmm. and uh so what he done is he carried me one morning to the hunting club it was cold that morning i remember it was freezing cold and he told me what he done later on he tried to deter me from hunting mm -hmm. but he carried me to a cutover down there on the hunting club it, you know we run dogs down on this hunting club down in coast county alabama and uh he set me out on the edge of this cutover and he said, you sit right here now. And, well, you know, we're a long ways away from them dogs. I can hear dogs way off. Mm -hmm. He said, now, if them deer, you know, if they come this way, they're going to come through this bottom, so you shoot one. So I sat up there, and what his, his, his mind was, I was going to freeze to death, not see anything, because I think we were so far away from the dogs, you know, we were, I wasn't going to see anything. Mm -hmm. And and he, he, right then, I would not want to hunt anymore. Right. But I remember I had old 35 lever action, mm -hmm. and I was sitting there on the side of that hill, and I looked down through there, and I seen what looked like a doe standing down there looking at me. And I watched it, and I looked at it, and I said, yeah, that's a doe. That's a doe. Look, just like a doe standing down there with his ears up and everything. So I opened fire on him. Pow, pow, pow. Well, he come flying back down the road, you know, and come down there, and he's like, what, what'd you shoot at? What, what'd you get? What'd you get? I said, I don't know, dude. I, I think it was a doe. Well, I got to looking at it, and I realized it was a stump. <laughs> but <laughs> it set me on fire. Yeah. It did. It set me on fire, and that made me want to kill a deer even more. Yeah. You know? That, <laughs> did he laugh it, at you? It, yeah, he, oh, yeah, he laughed at you. His plan his plan backfired on him bad. You yeah. Know, I, from that point on, it was on. You know, I saved up every penny I could to buy hunting stuff and and calls and everything that's how it started out yeah heck yeah speaking of being that far away how far away was that buck right there when you shot him that buck was 40 yards when he stopped i, I ranged where he about the area he stopped in and it was about a 40 yard shot uh i even adjusted for him to drop because i he was you know kind of acting scaredish and stuff yeah throwing his head up and i'll tell you how the hunt went i look back on my right shoulder and I seen him coming down the hill behind me. And uh, he was standing there looking at me. And I said, counted, I counted four points on one side. And I said, okay, he, he's a shooter. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to look at the horns again. I'm going to focus on making a kill shot. And uh, But he, he was looking straight at me. We had to, you know, just come to a pause. And it seemed like forever. But I didn't look at the horns anymore. And uh, when he finally got comfortable and started smelling, smelling around, I tried to ease up on him, stand up on him. Mm -hmm. Well, he threw that head right back up, looking straight at me, and I was in a half stance. Mm. And I was like, man, 
That's so the I, worst so dance. Had, yes, it is. <laughs> and we stayed like that. Yeah, it seemed like forever. And I told myself, you know, I started coaching myself through this. I said, I'm going to have to sit back down and wait till you know, he turns, looks the other way or something because right. he's going to end up busting me. So he, he got comfortable. He threw his head up one time smelling in, and he, he mm -hmm. got comfortable again, and he started smelling the ground. So I kind of eased back down in my chair. So I looked up ahead of him, and I seen a group of trees. And I said, he's either going to walk behind them or in front of them. So if he walks behind them, I'll stand up then. Mm -hmm. That's what I told myself. And he, he started walking. He went, good Lord, made him go behind them trees. Yeah, yeah. So, so I went ahead and stood up, and he heard or caught something out of the corner of his eye when that happened because right. he stopped behind them trees and started looking around. But he was behind them trees, so I turned, you know, got turned, and I started shaking. Yeah. I started shaking. I tried to clip my strain. I was like, all right, Anthony, calm down. <laughs> Focus on the shot. Make the kill. So I clipped my strain, got my bow up, and I said, okay, if he, when he starts walking out behind them trees, if he'll walk down this little opening right here, that's where I range about 40 yards, I'll, I'll pop him in. Mm -hmm. And I'll draw back as soon as he starts walking out. So he started walking out, and I drew back, just followed him with my bow, made sure I had my wall, you know. And uh, he stopped right there in that opening. And I adjusted for the drop. You know, I aimed a little bit lower, and and he did. He dropped. He, he buckled down as soon as I fired that bow. Uh -huh. And it, it stuck him right in the bow. Right in the heart, really. Dang. Really? I cut his heart, yep. Wow, man. That's a great shot. Yeah. But I thought, awesome. I thought I thought I had made a bad shot. I ain't going to lie. You know, he, he he run over the hill. The arrow stuck in him. And I guess it's because he's kind of quartering towards me, you know, a little yeah. bit. And uh, the arrow went in this way and stuck into the other side of his ribs. Okay. And uh, But he, he run off and run over the hill and down in the bottom. And, and uh, I thought I climbed down and went down there to where I shot him at. And I couldn't find no blood right then. And I was like, dang, I done, I done gut shot at him or something. Yeah. So I load, I went ahead and loaded another arrow because I heard him fall. I heard him hit a tree hard. Yeah. And uh, so I eased up on the hill with my other arrow in, in my bow and, and started looking around down there in the bottom, and I seen him laying down there. So I stood there and watched him for a little bit, and he never did move. So I said, all right, well, if I did make a bash, I'm still going to back out just in case, you know. I'm not going to jump him up. Right. So I backed out and gave him a little time. And then uh, loaded my tree stand, got all that back to the truck, went back in there, and he was still laying spot. So I started walking on toward him then. I knew he was probably dead. Oh, yeah. You know, and the closer I got, the bigger them horns got. <laughs> and <laughs> I tell you, no they, ground if there was any hunters around me in, in them woods, I know they had to have heard me hollering that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was celebrating down there in the middle That's of the awesome, Yeah, I would have too. How far did he run? He didn't run far, probably uh, it was about a 30-yard. You know, he was on top of a little knoll, and he run down to the other side, so maybe 30 yards. He didn't make it far yeah, at all. cut that heart. That was yeah, it. he didn't go far at all. Yeah. And, and see, the blood, actually, where, what happened was I was up just a little too high. He, he had run down just a little bit lower around the bottom, and that's where all the blood was. There was a lot of blood. I just missed it. Rick and why you said you were downwind – of the trail, reckon why he come downwind of you? What do you think? To smell what's on that trail, I guess. Yeah. They scoping that trail you, you out. You think that, that you know, I tell you, animals. A lot of different animals use the same trail. Yeah. I've seen coyotes, and and bobcats run the same trail that deer run. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's like just the easiest path. But you yeah. know, they won't take the easiest path, and and I guess he come downwind just to see. You know, what what all had been in that area? Yeah, 
before yeah. he went through there. Yeah, bucks usually tend to take a trail, you know, the path, the you know. Path of least resistance. Or just, a, you know, less traveled, you know. A lot of times you'll find a trail wore out, and right over here you'll find a dim trail. That's and the buck. A lot of times that's the buck trail. Now, that one I told you I killed, the biggest one I ever killed in Alabama, he was on a trail. Man, it looked like somebody, it looked like a dang teenager been riding up down there on a dirt bike <laughs> when he come across the old road and when I when I shot him. But, you know, that that was just one of those things, man. I, I wasn't even going to go hunting. I said, yeah, I'll go. And I went in. I just sat on the ground. I scratched the spot out, and I sat down. And as soon as I sat down, Anthony, I looked, and there he was. He was coming. <laughs> I went there five minutes and shot him. Well, did you feel like that morning, did you feel like, this was a good morning. This is the morning or whatever. No, no. You don't, you don't ever get that feeling. You know, there's sometimes I do. I, I'm I not do kidding. Too. Yeah. I do too. You so, go, you go, man. Everything just feels yeah. right. You know, well, the that's the right. This was this yeah. morning. Yeah. Well, that's why this was this morning. I felt like it. And man, I'm hunting a buck. And yeah, because I talked to you last night and you said, man, I, could, I don't even know if I'm gonna sleep tonight. I, and I and didn't. You didn't. <laughs> man, I got up at four o'clock and I had a 20 minute hike to where I was going. And, man, when I got there, I was just pouring sweat. You know, I was just, oh, it was just brutal. My toboggan was sweaty. And I still had landed. It wasn't but 20 degrees. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know it. I mean, I had to go up a mountain, you know. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. it was public land, you know. Chocolate can do it to you. Yeah, it, this was this was Talladega National Forest. So, and when I got there, you know, I, I got in my stand, you know, I was sitting there, and it was dark. And I, I leaned my head over on my bow just, you know, trying to catch my breath. And I heard something. I was gonna pull my head up. My toboggan froze to my bow. <laughs> 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 well, and I was sitting there, and I, you know, I just knew it because I, I got I got pictures of this buck man coming, and it was six thirty, six four. You know, between six thirty and seven o'clock every day. <laughs> and I just knew. I said, "Man, this is gonna be it. It's gonna be it." Well, the sun started, you know, coming up, and I was sitting there, and like I said, it was twenty one degrees this morning, and I was sitting there, and I kept seeing something glare, and I was like, you know, I was kind of looking up, you know, what's that? I thought a spider web had done got on me or something. I kept glaring, and finally when the sun got up, I looked, and I focused on the end of my eyelashes. I had icicles on the end of my eyelashes. <laughs> I think it was froze up there I on was, that mountain. Yeah, it was froze. I mean, but I had, you know, I layered up good, you know. I got some pretty good stuff. But it was cold this morning. That And that dang buck, man, I had a small buck come in. He was feeding around, and he walks up the hill a little ways, and – and I hear something, I look, and there that big son of a gun standing about 75, 80 yards from me looking at that buck. And I'm like, oh, God, come on. Well, he just turns, and he walks just away from me. I don't know if he saw me or didn't like that buck being here or decided, you know, I'm going to go a different route today. But he didn't they're, come. They're strange creatures. Man, they are. You can't – it's hard. A big buck uh, like I, that, I, if he sees anything out of the ordinary, I mean – he knows it, you know what yeah. I mean? Because oh, he, yeah. he he knows the woods better yeah. than me, and you know the woods. Well, he knows. I started living there. Yeah, yeah. You know what and, I mean? and on a mountain, you know, on a mountain, because I was hunting in, between, you know, on a saddle, and there's a big mountain, and you know the wind, when the wind comes over a mountain, uh, you know, a tall ridge, it's like water. It's like a water at the beach. You know, when you see the uh, waves coming, if you're watching, the water's coming fast off the beach, you know, to yeah. suck back into the wave, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the way wind on a mountaintop is. Rolling. When it comes over top like that, the wind, the air on the bottom, it's sucking up. And rises back and up. And then it'll roll. Yep. And, man, if it's if it's a north wind, guess what? You're going to have south wind coming because it'll pull it right up into it. Yep. 
And and that could have happened this morning. He could have he could have got a little wind of me and you know decided yeah I'm not going up to there today. So you know I always say it, it, it's really right place, right time. It you is. I mean you know it's my it's just luck for real. I yep. think that you know like we was talking earlier how you said like sometimes you just feel like it's the right day. Yeah. I think it's just like you know like we're animals in you know instinctively and all and like we know when it feels good. And, like, when we feel good, like the barometric pressure or whatever, and the weather feels good, I think the deer feel the same thing, too. And that's why you see deer on those days and have lucky day. You know, what what you would consider a lucky day, you know. I even, I tell you, on the way in the woods that morning, I was drinking my cup of coffee, and I was getting closer to the bottom of my cup of coffee. And, and you know, it felt like a good morning. Because I've been hunting, hunting that area for three days. And, you know, they say you, you hunt three days straight. Sooner or later, whatever's making that sign, he's got to come through there. Yep. He's going to come through there. Yep. I'm a so, firm believer. So, so uh, I was drinking my coffee, and I something was in my coffee in my mouth. And I was like, what the heck is that? I spit it back out of my cup. Started turning, flipped the light on because, I mean, it was big. And I looked down in there, and there was a feather down in my cup of coffee. And Not I said, feather. how the hell did that get there? <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what, if I kill a big one today, that's going to be my lucky feather. I you know, it's it. just crazy stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and it just makes it makes the, the, I don't know, it just makes it feel like it's going to be perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I yeah. Do. It's just I crazy do. how it went, happened that day, for real. You know, you're talking about. You know, if you hunt three days in a row, you're pretty much going to see it. And, you know, you go to Kansas. Like we was talking about earlier, you know, in Alabama, you know, it, it's it's so thick down here. And it's, you know, if you don't sit up just right, you know, a lot of times you won't see the deer. Yeah, so, they'll be all around you. And yeah, they'll they'll wind you or yeah. whatever, you know. But yeah. up in Kansas, you got such, you know, vast fields and small woods. And I've seen it firsthand. You know, and deer, a deer is a deer. You know, it's just where he lives at, you know. So, these deer up there, I was sitting in the stand, and, you know, you say, oh, there's a nice little buck. There's a nice buck. That's a good buck. I'd probably shoot him, you know, and you let him walk, you know, you the first day, you know, you sit there, and, you, and when we go, we stay, you know, about a week or two. And so that, those, that group of deer will be gone, and you won't see them about but three or four days later, they're back. Same group. Yep. They're it's, like they're it's, make, like, it's like they're making large loops. Yeah. Yep. And so, and, and it's just like uh, – was talking earlier you know about making long shots with your bow and stuff i was sitting in in my tree up there in kansas and i seen a buck he was 180 190 inches standing out there and i was ranging him he was 93 yards and i man i'm telling you what it, it was about five days into the hunt and i said i said i wanted to take the shot because he's so big and i said no i said i'm, I'm gonna wait well when i I ended up leaving, never seen him again. The next day, my buddy sent me a picture. He stayed up there, you know, he's a, and it was that buck on camera. On camera? Yeah. Yeah, he Same was on camera. Buck. He never the, killed him. Oh, they never got that buck? I thought no. they ended up getting that one. No, not uh-huh. that one. No, that, lady, that one lady, she killed She killed one of the other ones up there, and it was it was like a 160-inch buck. Y'all hunting yeah. on a milk river? No, no, this was in Kansas, not oh, Montana. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I tell you what, a river – a river up there is like a creek down here. Creek, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. They call it a river, and that thing, I mean, it'll be small. Yeah, they're narrow. <laughs> yeah. You can walk across it, step across it. Yep. I mean, up there, Chocolaka Creek would be a river. Oh, yeah. You know, a, a, a major river, you know. But I ain't hunted out of state too much. Uh, 
Ohio is about the only spot, really. <coughs> Shawnee State Forest. Yeah. I like how in Shawnee State Forest, though, you know, here the mountains in, on Chocolat, they go straight up, they peak, and then straight down the other side. In Ohio, they're, they're more like rolling hills. They're straight right. up. But once you get on the top, you know, it might be 100 yards before you drop off the other side. It's just a big flat top up there. It's kind of like yeah. plateaus. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, it's pretty up there. There's some like big bucks. My wife sent me a picture the other day. She got it off social media. Somebody hit a buck up there, 24-pointer. Did y'all see that? I haven't oh. seen that. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. It's a 200-inch deer better. Mm, I mean, he's huge. Somebody hit him with a car. Dang. And down in, and I believe it's. I believe it's southeast Ohio. There's a few counties down there that are, you know, that's where the monster bucks are. Yeah, you know, it is. That's where the big ones are. Yep. Right, actually, right across the uh, uh, Ohio River into Kentucky. That, that's a hot spot in yeah. Kentucky right there yeah. also, yeah. right in that area. That's all close to the Shawnee State Forest, all right. that region right in there. When's the last time you was up there? It's been three years. It's been about three years. Yeah. I still got some family and friends. They make a trip up there. I tell you, if anybody goes to Shawnee State Forest, there's an old horse camp right in the middle. It's called Old Uncle Ben's. Mm -hmm. That's where we always stay at. And this man, he is he's something else. You know what I mean? He's, mm -hmm. one, he's actually from Tennessee, originally from Tennessee. But he, he, uh, he'll he set you up, lodge you and everything. He even cooked for us, you know. What really? I mean? just, he and just nice. enjoy, enjoys the company and – he runs a horse business there, and, you know, people come in and ride horses and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but excellent place to stay for, you know, a low budget. Right. You know, something somebody could – anybody could afford. You know, we, we went – we'd probably be looking at, you know, tags, out-of-state license, uh, uh, paying Mr. Ben, and, and, you know, maybe seven $800 a piece. Dang, ain't bad. Stay a week, you no. know, and hunt up there. Dang tag in Kansas, five hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. Then you license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then you land to hunt on if you don't have a lease or yeah. have your own land. Well, the cool thing about there too is they got all that walk-on property too. Yeah. But yeah, you going this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I have to look look and see how things play out. Yeah. I I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I'd like to. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what my wife, she said, I don't understand. You've already killed one. They'll never you, understand. You, uh -uh. you got a good one. Well, I uh, want to go. You got you to gotta look at it like this. Every time that you go out, it's it's the opportunity to have a unique hunt. It can And it can also be the worst hunt of your life, but it can also be the best hunt of your life. And I mean, it's, that's every time you go out. So yeah. every time you go out, it's the, it's the opportunity to be the best day of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You never know when that, yeah. that bigger that, one will walk out. Like, I yeah. About it. <laughs> I mean, it's like that, you know, just, hey, it was the right day, you know, three days in a row, two days, you know, man, nothing happened, you know, but that third day, man, oh, you got a story. Yep. Yep. You think about it forever. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of women don't understand, you know, lately. Well, you done killed a deer. That's loud. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking okay. about? Okay. Oh, all right. All right. You just got a pair of shoes. Yeah. You know? Why you got all those other ones in there? Yeah. They give me, they give me three deer. Yeah. I gotta get them. Yeah. Oh. And then when I got this, those three done, we're gonna videotape my buddy killing his three. Yeah. <laughs> gotta keep this going. Yeah. It's just outdoors, you know. It is. I man. love outdoors. It That's is. how I grew up. You know. Yeah. My uncles, all my family. That's Christmas. 
Christmas was we go hunting that morning. We come in and eat lunch or dinner, you know, Christmas dinner, and we pack food and carry it right back to the woods with us, yeah. you know. That's yeah. the way I grew up. Yeah, Thanksgiving the same way. Yeah, come in and eat and go right back in the woods. Yep. 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 There's a lot of kids that don't get to experience that stuff, you know. They don't even know what it's like. That's right. That was our time, you know, that was holidays, but it was our time to be in the woods and, you know, enjoy the outdoors. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like Landon says all the time, you know, his his granddad's passed away, but he said his best memories are hunting with his granddad. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, they're vibrant. I mean, they're still just as vibrant today as they were 10 years ago. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's just you got to make those memories. You yes, know, you do. It's, you got to. Yes. Especially in, uh, nowadays time there's just there's so much that can distract a young mind and and that's why i can't wait to get my children addicted to the outdoors you know but there's so much out there for them that's that's bad oh yeah oh yeah and i want them to be on this and focus on stuff like this you know what i mean yeah instead of being in that bad crowd yep (coughs) yeah you're right and and the thing about it is and when they do it just gives you another excuse to be in the woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you say, come yeah. on, we'll go do this. Your wife you know? says, you already killed a deer. <laughs> yeah, but my boy's hunting. Yeah. We, <laughs> we got, got nine wife. to kill this year. Yeah. <laughs> we was just talking, me and my wife were just talking about that the other day, talking about uh, when, whenever my son, she was saying, well, it won't be much longer, you know, and Isaiah, he'll be wanting to go with you, and you're going to have to teach him how to bow hunt, and he's going to be wanting to go. I said, well, man, he'll just well, have just to load start- up and go to Ohio or something. And, and he said, she said, uh, no, me and Easton's going with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what are you going to do? Yeah. She said, well, if you go to Uncle Ben's horse camp with me and Easton, ride around on a horse. I said, that's, that's fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Well, the good th- the thing, too, about, like, you know, hunting, you can hunt from, what, you know, six, eight years old, you know, whenever you can start going with your parents or whoever, you know, till basically the time you can't move anymore, you know. Yeah, and I hope that's me. Yeah. Me, too. I hope me I, too. I, I read a story uh it was sad. Uh, I can't. I don't even know who posted it, but it, I it seen. Was, I know exactly where you're going with this. Uh, about it, them finding their their yep. father. Uh, he he had had a heart attack. Yeah. Yep. He had actually killed a buck. Yep. You know, and he he got excited from killing a buck, and he actually got down out of tree stand. But they found him after he climbed down. And, and wasn't but, he next to the deer or something? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was close, close to, to the deer it, yeah. or something like that. And I mean, that, that's sad, but. You know what better way to go? And the same, way and the same sense, you know, crap. That's what that's the way everybody wants to go doing what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. you know, not laying in a bed. My great granddad, he died hunting in the woods. Mm-hmm. My granddad was actually it was during World War Two. He was actually overseas fighting, and uh, when he died, you know, he died up the mountain. Kane took mountain up there. Kane took. Yep. My granddad died fishing on a fishing boat. I hope that's sure where I go. He just had a heart attack. That was it. Hunting or fishing, man. Either way, yeah. I don't care. I hope I, I go to. I hope I'm not at work. No, that'll just make the day awful, won't it? I mean, my kind of look. That's what would happen. I'll be at work. Yeah, I'll be at work, man. I'll, I'll get trapped in something. It'll start at my feet and just slowly crush. <laughs> and then you get to then you get to feel the misery. Think back on all the good times, but you won't be able to focus on them because you'll be like, man, I'm at work. I just hope it don't happen to me like it. Uh-uh. But, Anthony, I think that's good, man. I think everybody uh, probably enjoy your your story and all, man. Well, I know Another I proud did. for you. Yeah, man. That, that's a great you. buck. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see the mount. Yeah. I'll send you a picture whenever uh, you can share the, share the picture of the mount. Whenever right. I get it done, I'm going to put it I'm over the kitchen table. By, uh, 
Jerry in Oxford. Jerry Cunningham? Yeah. 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 He's going to mount it for me, and uh, so I'm working with him on that. You putting it over the kitchen table, or are you putting it over the TV? Uh, it's going somewhere <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> Put it in your bedroom. That way you look yeah. at it when you wake up. Yeah, that way when you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you see. Your wife might not man, like she, it. Man, she'd kill us for saying that, wouldn't she? <laughs> she nah, she, she, loves, she likes the outdoors, too. Oh, yeah. She does. That's good. She loves the outdoors. Well, Bud, we appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate it. Man. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, yeah man. man Any time. If you kill another one, come on. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Hopefully, I will. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. And don't forget to go to social media and follow us and like us there on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we're going to be uploading a lot more videos coming up on the YouTube at the Alabama Sportsman. So just, just follow us and uh, tell everybody about us.